morning, good afternoon, good night, good evening, whatever time it is you're listening to this, man, I'm glad you're here. I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devotional. I'm glad you're listening. It's your first time. Glad you're here. If it's not, man, hey, you're back. We still studying Ruth and you know it. We on uh, chapter 1, verse 19 through 22. We're going to get down, man. We have found out who the characters are. We got Ruth and Naomi still here, but we did have Orpa and we had uh, Chilion and Mahalan and we had Elimelech. Uh, Elimelech. Ooh, that's a hard one to say. But uh, Elimelech and uh, Chilion and Mahalan have died. Orpah went back home. And now it's just Ruth and Naomi. And we're going to find out, actually, that Naomi going to change your name. Because <laughs> it's been, some, been a hard time. It's been a hard time, man. Ooh, it's been tough. But, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're here. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Ruth chapter 1 verse 19 says, So they both went until they came to Bethlehem. And when they had come to Bethlehem, all the city was stirred because of them. And the woman said, Is this Naomi? She said to them, Do not call me Naomi. Call me Mara, for the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. I went out full, but the Lord has brought me back empty. Why do you call me Naomi? Since the Lord has witnessed against me and the Almighty has afflicted me. So Naomi returned, and with her, Ruth the Moabite, her daughter-in-law, who returned from the land of Moab, and they came to Bethlehem at the beginning of barley harvest. Yeah, it looks like uh, Naomi, a little, a little uh, maybe anger, has a little anger towards the Lord right now. Yeah, she's, she's in a tough situation. Um, what we got is, is that Naomi comes back to her hometown. Bethlehem comes back to the city and they like, uh, hey, is that Naomi? Is that old girl Naomi? And uh, she's like, yeah, but don't call me that no more, man. Uh, Naomi in Hebrew means pleasant. It's like, I ain't pleasant no more. This life for me ain't good. It used to be. Yeah, I used to bear that name, but not anymore. Call me Mara. Call me Mara now. Mara means bitter. Like, cause she got stung. She's hurt. She said, the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. She said, I was full, but I came back empty. So why call me pleasant, man? Because God has witnessed against me. He has afflicted me. Mm. That's tough, man. Well, let's see uh, what it says about God. Well, I think it's saying immediately that God is sovereign over everything. Uh, Naomi recognizes that, that nothing could happen save for God's allowance in this situation. I think that's good for us to see, good for us to remember. I'm not going to take this to say that uh, uh, God's the one who afflicts because of sin or, or uh, X or whatever, but I do want us to recognize that nothing could happen apart from the hand of God. You know, we if we cross-reference Scripture, we see in Job, uh, an example of that, that uh, Satan and his demons, particularly Satan in this, in that instance, um, couldn't do anything save for the fact that God allowed him to do it. So in that respect, God is in control over everything. And that's kind of what sovereign means. It means he's on his throne. It means he's king. He's in charge. He's in control. And he's ruling. And that nothing can happen apart from his will. But... Uh, 
that don't stop bad stuff from happening, man. Uh, what does it say about man? Well, in this instance, as I'm reading, I'm, I'm, I'm going to probably need to read a little bit more to make sure. But in this instance, I think it's 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 just saying that, dude, when bad things happen, man, you know, we have a tendency to blame God. It's, it's funny I say that, though, because it's like two sides of a coin. I said God causes everything, but then we blame it on God. But uh, in this particular instance, yeah, it looks like Naomi's blaming it on God. Um, but I do know, uh, like I've talked about earlier, uh, from looking through all of Scripture that we find that if you're called by God, if you love the Lord, then things are going to turn out good. And we see the end, and... Um, and um, we see the end in this in this book that we're reading in Ruth. Man, her daughter-in-law gets help, gets uh, uh, married, and and to a nice man, and then they always be able to take care of as well. So we know the end. We know the glory that God receives from this, and we know the goodness that Naomi and Ruth, the pleasantness, <laughs> one might say, that they receive because they do this and because they stay faithful. But it's not always seen. It's not always immediately seen. So we have a tendency to blame God. But I think that we can find an application in the fact that we recognize and know God is sovereign over everything. But these things that happen in our lives where they seem to be like the hand of God is against us, like Naomi said, is building us and moving us to look more like Christ. It's something that's going to give glory to God in an amazing way. It's going to demonstrate God's loyal love, his covenant love to us. And he'll get the glory and things will work out good for us. It's just that we have to be patient in times like this, man. And dude, don't get me wrong. It will be hard and you will feel as if all of the world is pressing on you. All of the world is pressing down. You're stuck in a hard place. And that's how uh, Naomi feels, man. And I think that the beautiful thing about Scripture is that when we look at it, it's really people's feelings. I mean, it's like the worst of the worst for Naomi. And for her to be all cheerful and happy and being just great during this situation just wouldn't be the plight of who we are as people. I mean, as people, when things get tough, man, it is very difficult to stay optimistic and uh, joyful in these situations. But guess what? God's still in control. So we have to trust and rely on his faithfulness because he is faithful. That's why we have some of these stories in here is because it shows the faithfulness of God even when we think our situation is dire, even when we think our situation is tough. So that's what I'm going to take with me, man, is to remember that there is a future that things will be good. The ultimate thing is, is the restoration of all of humanity, the earth, the heavens. That's the ultimate good that's going to happen to us, and it's going to give the ultimate glory to God. So even if... I fall away and die during the tribulation or the hard times that has been appointed for me to live in. I know that there is hope and that hope is in Christ. 
the consummation. When he returns, all things will be made new and there will be no sin. So I know, I have a hope and assurance that that will happen. And I long for that, man. So I hope that you guys apply that to your life to just trust in Christ's faithfulness. I mean, even in dire straits, even when things are tough, even when things are hard, even when things seem dark and dimly lit, trust in his faithfulness. That's what I'm going to do. I appreciate you guys uh, for listening, and I will see you guys tomorrow as we continue through Ruth and we look at who God is, uh, who man is, and what's the saying about God, what's the saying about man, how we can apply these truths to our lives, and, and what is the story actually saying. So. See you guys later.